Last year at Halloween, I introduced you to Dreamscape. Part one was titled, Things That Go Bump in the Night. Well, Sylvester Adams is back in Dreamscape 2, The Munchies. Stay tuned. Professor Theo's Mystery Lab. I'm Professor Theo. Welcome to the lab. I am broadcasting from my lab on the campus of Splendid University in wondrous but bizarre Splendid West Virginia, home to some of the most extraordinary kids and animals in all the land. Some people think the strange, oft-foolhardy experiments of my lab have something to do with the unusual powers that seem to possess many in this town. But I can assure you I have nothing to do with what's going on with Sylvester Adams. Sylvester Adams had the strange ability to bring things from his dream world into reality, which is fine as long as you're just dreaming about falling leaves or a shopping cart full of pumpkins or winning the lottery. What happens, though, when something threatening follows you back? It was Sylvester's fault. His mom and dad told him not to stay up late watching that scary movie. But he did, and it put all kinds of weird ideas into his head. He dreamt that he had a friend who was a zombie with a strange appetite for cinnamon rolls. You thought I was going to say brains, didn't you? Nope. Not in Sylvester's dream. In his dream, zombies crave cinnamon rolls above all else. Sylvester awoke to the sound of his iPad alarm, virtual school awaiting on the other end in just 30 minutes. He rose from bed, alarmed to realize he was not alone. Oh, hi. His new zombie friend responded, Cinnamon rolls. Sylvester replied, um, wait, I think maybe we have some. Sure enough, Sylvester was able to sneak a cinnamon roll from the kitchen to his bedroom. He gave it to, what's your name? Sylvester asked. Cinnamon roll. I'll call you cinnamon. The zombie devoured the sticky, sugary treat. Sylvester continued, Now, Cinnamon, I have to go to school. You stay here, or else I could get in big trouble. Cinnamon? Oh, no. He'd only turned his back for a moment, but Cinnamon was gone. Where did you go? Cinnamon roll. Sylvester heard the voice from outside and ran to his window to find that his zombie dreamscape creation was outside walking on the sidewalk, away from his neighbor's house, whose door was propped open, and Cinnamon was eating what appeared to be bananas. You thought I was going to say cinnamon rolls, didn't you? Nope. The neighbors didn't have any cinnamon rolls, but they did have much healthier bananas. The zombie didn't seem pleased. It tossed the banana away after a bite or two and was on the search for... You guessed it. Cinnamon rolls. 
No, Cinnamon, come back! But the zombie did not heed Sylvester's call. It simply kept walking on the hunt. Sylvester ran after. He followed after the screams coming from the mall food court just a few blocks away. Cinnamon had attacked the Cinnabon kiosk and in minutes devoured every tasty treat in sight. Cinnamon, come back, Sylvester screamed. Cinnamon marched on. Where would the zombie head next? No, not the Cinnamon Roll Museum, Sylvester screamed when he realized where his new friend was going. True, splendid West Virginia is, was, the home to the world's only Cinnamon Roll Museum. I miss that place. For a zombie, Cinnamon was pretty fast. Sylvester couldn't catch up, and now, as word was spreading through the town, more and more people panicked. The Cinnabon was gone, and little was left of the Cinnamon Roll Museum. Sylvester had expected the kids' superheroes to show up by now, but there was no sign of them. I know what to do. Sylvester had figured it out. He stopped chasing Cinnamon the zombie and went home to sleep. Did you think I was going to say something else? See, Sylvester figured that since he had dreamed up Cinnamon from the comfort of his dream world, that he might have to go back there to put an end to this madness. Sylvester fell asleep in minutes and found himself downtown, chasing after a Cinnamon-obsessed zombie while splendid civilians ran in every direction and screamed aloud. In real life, Sylvester had not been able to catch up with the zombie, but in his dreams he could fly and move at super speed, even faster than those kid superheroes who never showed. Hey, cut us some slack. We were in school like Sylvester was supposed to be. Unlike the real world, in the dream world, Sylvester was able to catch up with Cinnamon and lure the zombie back to his house with cinnamon rolls, yes, indeed. In your dreams, sometimes you can do things that never would have been possible in the real world. Maybe things you wouldn't have even thought of. So it was not all that strange to still-dreaming Sylvester that he was able to shrink his new zombie friend down to the size of one inch, roughly the size of one of his Minecraft minifigures, and that's where Sylvester kept Cinnamon, in his Minecraft minifigure drawer, before he awoke. That's where one-inch-high Cinnamon still lives today, and that zombie seems mighty at home, as long as Sylvester provides a cinnamon roll or two each week. If he doesn't, Cinnamon sometimes breaks out of that drawer, and, well, if you ever find yourself a cinnamon roll or two short in the kitchen one morning, it's probably been swiped by Cinnamon, the one-inch-tall zombie that Sylvester Adams dreamed into being and now keeps as a pet in his Minecraft minifigure drawer. It sounds wild, I know, almost unbelievable even, but it's true. And it's just one of the many wondrous tales that abound in this town of splendid, rich and colorful characters from time-traveling teens, to race-car-driving cats, to politically active blobs, to kid astronauts, and the turkey and pig that opened their own vegetarian restaurant, and much, much more. Long-time listeners of the show know 
If you're new to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, go back to episode one. Begin at the beginning. We have, over the past two-plus years, crafted nearly 100 episodes and over 20 hours of fun, free tales for kids. Enjoy. That's all for this week. Next week, we'll return with the third annual Splendid Election Day special, which also doubles as episode number 100, the century mark. Also in November, Turk and Porkchop return for their fifth Thanksgiving adventure, Turk and Porkchop 5, coming soon. In December, the St. Nick Squad will be back. In the meantime, for my annual Halloween poem, I wrote an ethery poem that's spelled E-T-H-E-R-E-E. It's a ten-line poem. The first line has one syllable, and then you add a syllable with each line to follow. So the second line has two syllables, the third line three, the fourth line, four syllables, all the way up to the tenth and final line, which contains, you guessed it, ten syllables. Here's my ethery poem. Appropriate for the season, I think. Fall. School bells. Trick or treat. Jack-o'-lanterns. Football Friday night. Pumpkin spice treats abound. A jaunt from Pogue Landing days to a whole month of Thanksgivings. Sweatshirts shield a welcome chilly air. Leaves change color as the summer submits. Now, write your own. Have a happy Halloween. Have a wild Wonderful and weird week, listeners. Be good to each other. Hello, this is Rusty Joy again. You've been listening to Professor Theo's Mystery Lab, which is written and read by my adorable husband, Jonathan Joy. And Levi Joy. Thank you for rating and reviewing this podcast on iTunes. Please continue to spread the word. Also, consider supporting this project by making a small monthly pledge at ProfessorTheo.com. You can email our family at theprofessortheo at gmail.com or tweet at us at theo underscore mystery. Thanks for listening.